1: Well, hello, rally friends, and welcome to a very, very special edition of Spin the Rally Pod. Breaking news today that seems to have taken, well, just about all of the rally world by surprise. And, well, joining me to really try and talk through this, is it seismic breaking news? David Evans, our chief correspondent at Dirtfish. David, let's just try and summarize what this breaking news is first basically i suppose tommy Mackin in some ways being moved aside toyota as in the parent company
0: taking over the running of the world rally program is that a little bit too simplified I, I don't think it is colin i think that's pretty much where where we're at obviously toyota motor corporation owns part owns toyota motorsport gmbh in cologne uh, and and that is where the the rally program will now be be not housed because it's not going to move to Cologne. That's not been made quite anyway. clear. It's been made quite clear that it will remain in Pupola, near Vascula and in uh, in Estonia in Tallinn. Uh, but it will be run by t- Tmg uh, as as we know them. Um, Yep, go on, you've put your finger up it already. No,
1: I have put my finger up already, because I think it's worth, it gets very, very complicated. When we start yes. talking TMCs, TMGs, TMG, Tommy Mackinnon racing, it gets yeah. very, very complicated. Let's yeah. go back, let's go back. So what we're talking about here, folks, is this this bombshell announcement today that really Tommy Mackinnon he will still remain as a consultant, but he will no longer be the man running the World Rally team. So what we have to do is try and make some sense of this situation and try and make some, uh, or, or find some clarity in the way that Toyota runs its motorsports in Europe. So we talk about Cologne, which is TMG, is that correct? Yep. Toyota Motorsport Germany. Now the Cologne, Not Germany, it's, it's GMBH. GmbH okay, yep. that's in Germany. The Cologne facility is one of the most advanced motorsport facilities in Europe, and it always has been since it mm-hmm. was developed. Now that was bought, built. And committed to by Toyota for their Formula One project. Mm, no, before that, don't forget they ran TTE, aren't they they? F- TTE. But they apparently when they, they took on the Formula One project, the whole thing was redeveloped. Oh yeah, yeah, with and, the wind tunnel and everything. Absolutely. And what they did, there was an awful lot, I'm told, of local government backing to mm. bring in this wonderful facility, to bring in all these high paid engineers into the area. And they were supported by the local Cologne authorities. And in return for that, Toyota made a long-term commitment to that factory, Mm. which is why when the obvious happened and they pulled out a Formula One, uh, you'd have thought that factory would have closed. It didn't close, and it didn't close because Toyota had a commitment to keep it open. So what happened for quite a number of years with that factory is they basically had all these really clever engineers working there with very little to do. Very, very little. But they also hired
0: the wind tunnel out. you, know, you Well, they can... hired,
1: they, they made the most of it. That's absolutely correct. But, you know, they, they were looking for projects to really fill the space there, to fill the time of the engineers, to justify this massive investment mm. that the Toyota Motor Company had in Cologne. One of the, uh, if you like, the results of that was if we go back five, six, five years, six years, maybe? Five years? Remember TMG, so the Cologne-based engineers... Actually started working independently on their own World Rally Car program, mm-hmm. and we saw it being tested by the likes of Stefan Sarazan and many. They others. They
0: built essentially. They built a 2016 spec car that that was stillborn, wasn't it? You know, it, it was always going to be stillborn, but it was right. a it was a testing mule for them, uh, so, and it was disregarded immediately by Tommy Mackinnon when Tommy yep. Mackinnon got the deal. So uh, the reason we're telling you this
1: is to try and give you some background obviously the uh, so that's the toyota
0: the- that's the toyota side of the background the, right. the tommy side of the background is that tommy Mackinnon racing oi as it's known in finland has long been around hasn't it since he left um subaru he then set up his own tommy Mackinnon racing team which developed and ran group n subarus um and i can't remember when that company started but mm-hmm. it was based in Pupula, Tommy's hometown, just north of mm-hmm. Uh Not particularly big premises, nice premises though. I remember going to the opening of it. Uh, and then which year it was, 2015 Rally Finland, was it? When Akio Toyota came over. And I can he'd- go back, I can go back a little bit. I can go right. back to 2014,
1: Rally Australia. Rally Australia, because the the, the the relationship between Toyota and Mackinnon is really what kick-started this whole World Rally programme, wasn't it? Mm, absolutely. Now, after Rally Australia 2014 in Coffs Harbour, the basically Toyota hired the wedding bell stage. It was top no, secret. No, we can go
0: back further than that, because that's with, the, that's with the four-wheel drive um, Toyota GT86, that's right. which Tommy Mackinnon Racing built specifically for... Accio toyota just to drive and have some fun in and it was in finland that he used that car the first time but i was that in 14 that tommy bought accu toyota well, i
1: know it was 14 they hired the wedding bells top top secret conditions and they had a week of yeah, toyota just and driving Mackinan. but driving this was part, was part of, of their, thing, their drive the
0: world thing wasn't it That's where they right. took the took that t- toyota gt86 the only four-wheel drive version of the car all around the world to the best stages in the world uh, and they drove oinipoio uh, in in that year, and I remember at that time seeing Tommy Mckinnon leading this 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 group of of Japanese people from the from Toyota Motor Company, led by Akio Toyoda, uh, and just the the looks on their faces of sheer excitement and exhilaration. And I think it was the only time that Tommy saw me and ignored me, didn't even acknowledge me, because he clearly had far, far more important things mm. to deal with in that moment. Uh, and he dealt with them very well. And it, you're quite right, it was his relationship with Akio Toyota that, that got Toyota back into WRC. And for so long, Colin, you know, all the way through 2016, everybody was saying, it'll never happen. It can't happen. We are so far away. You know, the car is nowhere, because obviously once the deal was done in, what was it, probably late 15. Mm-hmm. then they had to actually they had to create a team that I'll tell you when it was I'll tell you when it was it was almost
1: this exact date in 2015 almost this exact date it was uh, mid to late September and they had between now so this was and and you know they had round about uh 15 months yeah, between the deal being done, it, but, but they didn't this,
0: start testing till about March, did they? Absolutely. March or April. absolutely.
1: I, I spoke to to someone very senior in Toyota about this just a week or two ago, mm. and because we were talking about can you develop an R five car for regulations change, and he reminded me we started yeah. the work on the twenty seventeen car this time in twenty fifteen. Mm. Yeah, so, you know, so so yeah, yeah, yeah. it, it, it so, would be
0: no problem. Um, so yeah, so and and nobody really gave them much of a hope. Uh, and look what they did, you know. First, first time out, second on the po- second place with with Yari Matti and Monti, and then winning in Sweden, um, manufacturers championship in eighteen, drivers championship in nineteen, and and now this, now this, this bombshell.
1: Yeah, it, it, it is a bombshell. It is a bombshell, and and you know, it's difficult to work out. You, listen, the, the, the way that the Japanese do things is quite different. And their thinking and their philosophies and uh, you know their timing and, and, and sometimes their understanding of perhaps mm. how announcement will be received can be quite different. For me, the biggest surprise this morning was the timing of it. The whole thing was a surprise, but the biggest surprise was the timing. We have two rounds to go, maybe three, probably two rounds to go this year. It does look as if Mackinac will take at least one more. World title Mm. odds on one of his drivers will win the drivers' championship. We'll see what happens with the manufacturers. I don't understand why they didn't wait till the end of the year because all of this bombshell sudden announcement does is it
0: provokes all sorts of speculation. It seems as if it's a it does, but that's that for me. That won't destabilize the team. You know, T- 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 TGR is a professional organization. The drive, you know, I spoke to Tommy this morning, and Tommy said he's spoken to the drivers. The drivers understand what's going on. The team understands what's going on. Don't forget, you know, it was news to us. It probably wasn't news to to many of them for for you know the last week or so. They've they've probably seen this coming, and everything else apart from Tommy. You know, and Tommy doesn't go until the end of the year. He's there till the end of the year. It'll be a sort of transition, won't it? You know, he'll still be in Sardinia, he'll still be in, in Belgium. And and the the rest of the infrastructure remains, as they've been at pains to point out in the press release, it remains the same. So the question has to
1: be asked then, David, if, if there is very little change apart from uh, Mackinac, the title changing from team principal to... Motorsport advisor. Mm. Uh, and uh, I don't know, I don't know about really all the other decisions and and the accounting and all the rest that must change it must all go i suppose through germany through, yeah through, oh no through i mean Poland. it is now i but guess
0: it's run it's japan isn't why,
1: it? why why the question has to be why why has it been done why has this decision been taken uh
0: and by who I, I from my understanding it's a streamlining operation
1: and that makes sense of course, it does. And do we think maybe that is something to do with the current situation we find find ourselves in? You know, our our, our friend and colleague, George Donaldson, has been saying, really, since the start of this pandemic, we are as yet nowhere near mm. uh, fully understanding of of the the financial implications. Yeah. Do we think the streamlining is as a result of of the uh, the challenges that Toyota see ahead of them in in, in quite future possibly, years and
0: and you know, there will be economies of scale, won't there? I'm sure. Uh, I know that you're convinced that they will move to Cologne, it, I, 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 you and it know, makes surprised. Surprised,
1: you know. surprise, David, they didn't. They didn't in the first place. Yes, yeah. they went with Tommy, but it was a surprise that they didn't actually take the whole thing to Cologne. They have this and, factory, and that, and that was to. my
0: immediate thought. Yeah. Absolutely, was that they, you know, they would look to move everything, and it does make sense because you look at why. Why did they have the Estonia base? Because it's geographically it's easier. It saves them a day on the boat and everything. But actually, even better is a base in in Cologne. You know, that's perfectly central european central in europe so we'll have to wait and see but inevitably they will if they do move and the engine we should always say the engine is is based out of of cologne anyway um so i think you know that's from my understanding that it's a streamlining operation and it will improve the efficiency of the company um and of the team um but you know the thing that i'd like to say here, is that regardless of of why or whatever one thing that does genuinely sadden me is that we won't have tommy in the service park on every round okay we you know we've been on the last two rounds and we haven't seen him because we haven't been allowed in the service park we did see him in we did see him but, we but, did but see at
1: him. a two meter distance over barriers yeah. effectively
0: and he's you know he's fabulous always answers right. the phone uh and, and is a great guy but we the service park will lose an icon you know when tommy Mackinnon at the end of this year he said that he'll still come back to some rounds next year uh and you know there are there he does have his detractors people who you know want to knock him and but for me he's just an absolute legend of the sport you know a four-time world champion and a guy who people didn't really give much of a chance to ahead of 17 oh. and he came in and he was the you know he has produced the fastest rally car his team has produced the fastest rally car in the history of the sport
1: you know he set the standards he yeah. set the standards with his 2017 car, and the others really to, uh, scrambled to scramble. I think, to catch I mean, up. you
0: know, Malcolm would probably Malcolm Wilson and and the Fiesta, given that they won both championships in 17, they would probably have something to say about that. But across the generation of that car, there is no doubt, no argument that as the Yaris evolved, and let's not forget that the Yaris started from scratch, as we've already covered, and it was built in a matter of months. As it's evolved, it has evolved into the fastest car of that generation. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, that's absolutely true. Uh, So do we think that the announcement today is a reflection in any way, David, on Makinen personally and his performance as team principal? Of the toyota world reality team,
0: but I, uh, we've just answered that call you know no, how no, can it, they you know he's he won on his second outing, he then won a championship in his second year and another championship in his third year is so that how enough? can
1: is that enough with the investment they've had? is that enough and and you know i I'm slightly playing devil's advocate here, and that you know the announcement is. Fresh. It is new. It did lack detail. That's for sure. You know, and it did. Mm. It did provoke a lot of questions and a lot of. You speculation. can find that
0: detail on Dirtfish.com. With a, a hopefully by the time we finish this, a Q and A with Tommy and some some further news to follow. Uh, but you're right. You know, there wasn't. It was a very corporate kind of um, uh, of, of announcement. I can see where you're going, and you know there no, is. No, no,
1: I'm not going anywhere, David. I'm not going really? anywhere. I'm asking you a question, and I'm no, I'm not. No, no, I am asking a question because. I've seen it asked all across social media this morning. You know, the question is is it a reflection on on I, the way the team's performed? I, you, I personally you, you find you... it a very
0: naive question in in couched in that way because look at the stats, look at the numbers. The car, you know, the car is for me a great return on their investment. It is. They've got themselves the fastest car in the world, what I would say potentially. Is a potential issue and something to be considered in here is the fact that they had a world champion last year in O who left and I do think and you know I spoke to Tommy this morning as I say, and I asked him about was that a factor the fact that you know Oit had gone and he said it wasn't um but we know Japanese culture very well, and if a Japanese company has created a champion very much they would see it as a slight for that championship to for that champion to leave them um and for me that potentially i could imagine that in some way that would have weakened the relationship between tommy machenan and japan because there would, people would want to know why you know how come and and ultimately oit had fallen out with toyota you know there's we can dance around this all day but there were failings you know at key points in the championship in sardinia in turkey and and all of that and equally you know oit made mistakes you know there's 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 different times that he perhaps drove the car harder than he'd been advised to drive the car and gb maybe. You might argue,
1: G- him with that jump. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, you know, he was allegedly man. he was told not to, to to take to take the jump more slowly, and he didn't. And whatever, you know, there was fault on both sides. The relationship fell apart very, very publicly, uh, and that doesn't go down well with Japan. And Japan would want to know why. You know, we've given everything to this program, and we've got this guy, this this incredible driver, who has got tremendous longevity to go forward and, and dominate for the next four or five years, and he's gone. Why? Fastest
1: driver in the world.
0: No question, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And you know why? And David, I, I'm going to take you back.
1: I'm going to take you a little back because you, you did say it was a naive question and it's a question that's being asked by lots of people. And, and I, I'd, I'd agree. But the question, you again, I'll just remind you was, you know, is it a reflection on Macklin? And you said, how can it be? How can it be when you look at, you know, the return they've had on the hmm. program, the number of wins? So the follow up question to that, and you can tell me whether this is a naive one as well is why change? Why change? If, if the return on investment is so good, if mm. they're getting the wins they want, if the car is as good as we all see it is, why? Why change? Now, you've, you've, you've maybe just answered that in, in, in this cultural thing, and I suspect that is a big part of it.
0: But also, we've answered it in the fact that, you know, they want to streamline the operation. Now, whether, whether that's just them feeding us a line, which I suspect there's a great big part of it that they are feeding us a line, but also... They have achieved, you know, you can't ignore the fact that if Tommy set this objective, he's achieved it. You know, he set the team up, he created a bunch of winners, and he's delivered a great car. It is, you know, what was also a very strange time for me is that from the outside, you could look at it that we're coming into a period of great change uh, in WRC with with new regulations coming in 2022. Is this the right time to have a major sort of management reshuffle at the top of your team? Uh, You'd have to say, no, of course it's not. But how much direct input into the design and build of that car is Tommy having? You know, Tom Fowler is a hugely capable engineer and designer and and, everything, and an expert in his field. He will be leading that car. So does he need Tommy McKinnon to, to develop the 2022 car, whatever shape or form it comes in? He probably doesn't. Um, I think
1: you're probably right. I think you're probably right. And I think I think if in the coming weeks we hear of more departures, then we can get worried.
0: Yeah, there's, and there is absolutely zero indication, no indication of that at correct, all. You correct. know, it's it. Tommy moves over, and you know, I think it's also important to point out the the role that he played in the GR Yaris road car. You know, he did have some input into that car, and and this is what it's all about for Toyota: it's developing that GR brand uh, yeah. and developing a whole new range of road cars.
1: Well, and more than more than just Toyota. You know, remember Gazoo Racing mm. was Mister Toyota's personal racing yeah. team. Yep. So it's his legacy. It is. It is his legacy that he is building. I, I feel. I may be wrong with this. Yeah. But I feel it is his legacy. He's been around for a long time, and he won't be around forever in terms of mm. the the uh, president. He's president, isn't he? Yeah. Of Toyota, uh, and I suspect it's it's the building of a legacy, and the road car, the Yaris, uh, GR road car, is part of that legacy. And you know, it's exciting as hell, and it's, it's taken rallying back to where we all kind of. Really enjoyed it in the past with these these, these homologation spec the 205 GTIs mm. the Audi Quattro's the road Escort cars Escort so. Cosworths. Yeah. You know, we we really a lot of us didn't think that we would see the day where we had another rally based road car and Tommy. Mm has been instrumental in bringing that back. Mm. So in some ways, that's his legacy. Uh, it, it, you know? Yeah,
0: absolutely has. And, you know, what we can't underplay here is the strength of relationship that he has with Akio Toyota. You know, the, as I said, you know, we saw them in a service park in Finland together. They travelled the world together with this with this uh, GT86. And when you see them together now, you know, you can't... I've only ever interviewed Akio Toyota once uh, in Finland a, a couple of years ago. And I... I I didn't even realize he was there until he was at the event, and this is very much how it works. You know, if it fits in with his time schedule, they will fly in and he will spend a couple of days on the event. So as soon as the as soon as he arrived, I spoke to Terry, the the brilliant Toyota Gazoo Racing PR lady, and said, "Is there any chance?" No chance. Uh, and just it was just almost unheard of uh, for this to happen. But I sort of doorstepped him and and hung around, uh, and it was the very early Sunday morning service. Um, and I just kept pushing and pushing gently and eventually I got 10 minutes with him and it was incredible. you know he is just the most engaged president of you know probably the biggest character in the whole of the, the car world. but what really struck me was the way him and Tommy interacted together and they were incredibly close and I think I think what's
1: important and, and in rallying you know it's possibly one of the most important elements. You have a man who, uh, as you say, in terms of the, 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 the motoring world, is uh, one, of, one of the most important people in the whole of the motoring environment. Yeah. Um, and he is a fan. He is yeah. a fan of rallying, but perhaps more importantly, he is a fan of Tommy Mackinnon. Yeah, and that is how it works. you know and, and any of, anyone listening to this who's a driver or has tried to find sponsorship. the best way to find sponsorship in rallying is to find a fan yeah. because it's very difficult quite often, to justify motorsport. It's difficult to justify investment in motorsport.
0: Yeah, and Toyota Sands never... He's made no secret of that, has he? Absolutely, always. no secret.
1: And, and, and you know, Tommy Macron's relationship is what brought, brought back an iconic rallying brand back to the absolute forefront of the sport. So, you know, I think there's a lot to be grateful and to be thankful to Tommy Macron for in terms of, uh, you know, bringing uh, Toyota back. But if we move things on, David, what do we think this means? For Toyota's future in the World Rally Championship, my personal view, it's got to be good news. They don't, yeah. they don't pay money to bring in uh, an external element into their company. No, unless it's going to strengthen it. It I is
0: undoubtedly so. it will strengthen so. it, and you know, like you, I, I could. Absolutely, see the move to Cologne being just a good thing because suddenly you've got, you know, you've got. If we moving into the hybrid era, you've got the WEC program which is based there. So Le much, uh, yeah. you know, exactly so much knowledge and data from from that um, from the Le Mans car that they. It's immediately, you know, it's next door. It's literally go out of this office to the next door one, and there's people there that can help you with it. It it, it definitely for me it would strengthen uh, them as a team and. It, it shows a commitment to the, to the championship and to the sport.
1: And what it does, and what it does, and, and you know, the coming months, years, perhaps five years, perhaps 10 years, decade is is, is very uncertain just now, but allows them to be very responsive. You know, yeah. if, if we do have to drastically cut budgets going forward, they are now in a position to do that. They're yeah. now in a position to, to rationalise their whole rally operation, to bring down the costs, to an affordable and, you know, most importantly, a justifiable cost that says, yeah. yeah, you know, if we go Formula One racing, yeah, we can afford it, but we can't justify it. If but we continue it- with Le Mans, we can afford it, we can't justify it. But if we go forward with the World Rally Championship. Yeah, we can justify
0: that. And what it also does is it is now that, you know, the the rally program falls under that bigger Toyota umbrella, not the Tommy McKinnon umbrella just to the side of it. It means that, you know, they can they can implement an educational process for that. They can bring in their own talent in terms of engineers, which, of course, they could have done with Tommy. And we always saw a lot of Japanese engineers. Uh, on on the events, but now it's really part and parcel of a Japanese family, isn't it? And mm-hmm. and you know it, it really is very very important to Japan and to Japanese engineering and stuff that they can bring these young guys through uh, at every level of the company, and that will be far easier to implement now that it's essentially a department within T M Toyota Motor Corporation.
1: I think that's absolutely important. I think that really is important because I think I think you know for the sport to grow, we need. To be able to bring in new manufacturers, and I think you know other Japanese manufacturers will be looking very closely mm. at all that's gone on and all that continues to go on, uh, and I think the more the more direct involvement Japan has, okay, through just one manufacturer just now, but the more direct involvement Japan has in the World Championship surely the better it has to be and the better the chances then have to be for uh, m- more involvement from japanese manufacturers is that a reasonable or am i kind of maybe going off at way too no I th- I, you tangent? know we,
0: we, we're always you know manufacturers are always uh keeping an eye on wrc of course they are uh and it would be tremendous to to imagine that you know one day we will have more japanese involvement or perhaps more involvement from the far east uh, you know, in terms of, of, of other areas as well. But I think, you know, we need to come back to the single point that actually, you know, next year, come to Monty, there won't be the one guy there who has won that event four times and can, can take – was it four times? I think it was. And, and and can put everything into context. And this is why I love Tommy is that, you know, you can go and talk to him about Sisteron. And, you know, what would you have done? What did you do? And you get this long story that's Absolutely. just amazing. And the
1: drivers completely respect yeah. his his advice. They yeah. completely respect. And that's not saying that they don't respect Mr. Adamo's advice or Mr. Wilson's advice. Yeah. But Tommy has done something that not too many principals in the past had done. Yeah. You know, he and competed you on it. every round. He'd won the championship multiple times.
0: You know, you, you could see that with his, with the way that he dealt with Elvin on Sunday and the way that... The way that we talked to, to Tommy about, you know, what did you say? What did you talk about? And it was just really simple stuff. And, and Tommy had been there. He'd been in that position. He'd been going into, you know, a long Acropolis stage or something to defend a 45-second lead. And he knew, you know, he just instinctively knew what Alvin needed to hear. And when Chris Meek was there, Chris said, you know, he, you absolutely get the feeling that he's a driver. He knows what you're going through. He knows when to come to you. He knows when to leave you alone. Here's the thing, David,
1: you know, we are talking about, you know, whether or not this will have a negative or a positive impact on the Toyota World Rally team. The most obvious potential negative impact is the fact that Tommy won't be there guiding the drivers in each round. So then the question is, who will? Can we start yeah. the speculation yet? There has to be a team principle. There has to be a team principle. And that team principle, if they're going to continue the success, yes, the engineering side of it, taking care of Tom Fowler, fantastic engineer. The Japanese engineers that support Tom Fowler, equally capable. The one element that will be most difficult to replace is Mackinnon's on-event guidance. You're not looking convinced, but no. they have to replace him with someone of similar... And I wouldn't say equal, because that would be almost impossible. Similar stature. I have one name already. God, go man. on. No, you
0: go first. No, well, I'm not going to give you any names. Because, you know, I think there give are... Give me the,
1: a, a likes off. Give me a likes off. Who are the sort of person that can, can run that team and replace it's Matthew? Difficult,
0: it's difficult, because, you know, the, the, undoubtedly there will be elements in the service park that... that might actually be quite glad to see Tommy go because you know th- there is a generation of white noise. You know, from, from what I can understand in some meetings, that Tommy talks, and this is why we love Tommy is because everything is a story and the stories are all great. Um, but from my understanding, you know, some of the meetings go on a, a fraction longer than, than perhaps they, they might do if Tommy was not there. Uh, that's you know, that's that's not oh, forget really, that.
1: well, I'm not bothered about that. You know, that, that's not of interest to in me. Who has the capability? You know, that, that is an important element. I'm sorry to have dismissed that. That was a little bit unfair. It's-
0: no, that's, that's absolutely fine. You want a name. I, will, I won't I will give you a name, but what I will say is that it is difficult because Toyota, uh, you look at the sort of second level of, of, of management, essentially, if you like, and you've got Tom Fowler and you've got Kyle Lindstrom, uh, both on that, that level. For me, either of them, could do a very good job as a team principal. But what is a team principal, Colin? You know, that's the big question, because if you want strategy, did Tommy do all of the strategy? He wouldn't have done it all on his own. You know, it would have been done hand in glove with, with Kai and with Tom. Um, <laughs> Might we see...
1: You know, because Andrea Damo was was a massive surprise in mm-hmm. the service park when Monsieur Nondon uh, departed... You know, potentially there is another Adamo lurking somewhere within the Toyota ranks. Yeah. But I don't think so. I think we will see a name coming in because I think that is the But Japanese what is the way. team
0: principle? Is it a figurehead? It is, it is it, a bit of that. It is a there, little bit of that. But it's, yeah. a, it's
1: a figurehead who understands direction, who understands strategy, who understands the need to build relationships and work on relationships, all of these things. Hmm. It, it is a CEO, effectively. You know, the CEO does not, you know, take care of manufacturing accounts he does not take care of logistics to get the product out into the, the stores, hmm. but he can oversee it all and he knows where it's going wrong just by looking at it and listening. You know that is similar in rallying. You know, and, he, and he, he, your, your team principal, has to be on top of all these things. But he does have to be a bit of a figurehead. He does have to be someone who, and this is where Adamo's done a, a quite remarkable job because nobody really knew him, but he has to be someone who instantly has the respect commands respect commands respect of everyone around the service park from the media because the media will destroy not you because Mm -hmm. you're you're a principled media person hopefully not me
0: either i have principles (laughs) as well but the media but i think you can you can destroy anyone who shows any weakness but it's not about that it's about holding them accountable and you know the one thing that you could potentially hold tommy accountable for is the 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 relationship that he had with with Tanak for whatever reason disintegrating and and them losing their champion. Anything else, you absolutely for me you can't criticize the guy at all. You know you simply can't just look at the results. And if Tommy goes about getting the results in that in his own way, who cares? He gets some results ultimately. Yeah, I think and you know see. you said yeah. earlier you said earlier could they have had more? Of course they could have had more, but it's unrealistic for me. To, to imagine that th- that they could have done.
1: No, again, again it was it was, it was was a question that was just put out there, David. I, I agree with you totally. I, I think when we look back to 2016, when the whole Toyota project was coming together, when we look back, I think it may have been early January 2017. I don't think it was you who did the interview. It was an interview done with David Lapworth from ProDrive. Mm-hmm. David Lapworth, one of the world's most knowledgeable rally men, most experienced rally men, said it's fanciful to think that they will enjoy success before three years. It'll take them three years, not of just development, three years of competing before they will start to show anything like competitive performance, and, and in the first rally podium, second rally win type But it, uh, and that was
0: you know from you Lappy know, that was fair comment, wasn't it? Because at the we'd time, seen at the time that was. Great. We'd seen Hyundai struggle like hell, you know, to get anything off the ground. The ones that we hadn't seen struggle was was Volkswagen, but they didn't struggle partly because they bought in so much experience, and they did a season in those in the Skodas, yeah, exactly. so they'd already competed exactly. for a season.
1: No, there's an awful lot. I mean, I, I, think, I think we will see a team principal coming in. I think. A Come on, and who's your
0: name? Uh,
1: Carlos Sainz. Carlos Sainz is the man for me. I, I'd have said if it was in two years' time, I'd have said Sebastian Loeb. Um, but I, I, I think Carlos Sainz is the obvious one. If, if I was, yeah, Mr. but the Toyota, trouble is,
0: it is, it's a very much a hands-on role. I think Sainz and, is,
1: is now in a position where yeah, he can give he's, the answer to that.
0: He- still spends a lot of time with his son I think Carlos Junior needs doesn't need him at all Carlos
1: Junior's made it Carlos Junior's got his Ferrari contract Carlos Sainz Senior has done his work with young Junior nothing Mm -hmm. more he can do now with him Um, Carlos Sainz I think is in a position a point in his life where he may well be looking for new challenges Mm -hmm. may well be looking for uh, a return to something a little bit more competitive as in you know uh, competitive working environment I I think (sighs) Carlos Sainz or someone of that ilk, and there aren't many. Mm.
0: There aren't
1: many around. You might argue there's a, a Granholm, perhaps, but Granholm for me has never really no. showed that inclination. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have said Home, But um, I couldn't
0: imagine Marcus wanting to travelling again. And you know, well, no, exactly. I, just, well, I don't
1: know whether Carlos Sainz does. To be totally honest with you, um, but I could see Sainz doing Dakar in a Toyota. I could mm. see him, you know, becoming actually pulling various elements of Toyota together. Circuit racing. Uh, you know, the cross-country racing, the rallying. I could see him fulfilling a greater role than just team
0: Personally, I can't see that. I can't see that he would need such an upheaval in his life right now. Um, Quite possibly. But who knows? You know, these people, David, they're... They're they're competitive. They're competitive. Fundamentally. They need need challenges
1: in their lives. Now, you Mm. know, I spoke to someone very close to Tommy in July who said, five years, give Mm. him five years and Tommy will be back to farming because that's what he wants to do he wants to achieve uh, as much as he can in his management career as he did in his driving career and you'd have to say if you look at it this is five years almost so maybe I misunderstood what I was being told at that point I don't know I assumed it was another five years but maybe it was fine And years ultimately, in total. I mean,
0: we, you know, you shouldn't get away from the fact that Tommy built up Pupula, his factory in Pupula. He, he then built the the place in Tallinn, and he sold them both to to, to 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 TMC, and he's made some money. You know, there's there's good money there, so he can now go away and retire and just do. But he's not actually doing any of that because you know, on the phone this morning again, he expects to be quite involved. You know, he's he still will be around WRC rounds every now and then. He'll keep a close eye on the championship. And he's going to have a lot of road work, road car work, and he's back with with Acu Toyota on special projects and things. So I
1: think that would be more of. It. I, I I honestly, sadly, don't think we'll see him much on events. I I think, I don't know. I, I may be completely wrong, but whoever picks up the mantle of team manager or team uh, uh, principal, principal, mm. will need to be able to. Uh, to have their own authority there and to be able to feel as if they're they're not being looked over and they're not being watched, if you like. And I mm. suspect that, you know, if there is a name, that, that one of the conditions might be, this is my project, I'm looking after it, you know, mm. and Tommy can, can be involved wherever he likes with Mr. Toyota, but probably not so much in the World Rally car, uh, mm. the running of the World Rally team. We'll see, we'll see. I think be, as you say, I think we need characters in rallying. And again, that's something we've seen, love him or hate him, with, with our friend Mr. Adamo, is that... Uh, you know, characters are worth their weight in gold Yeah, to everyone, particularly to us in, in, in the media. Uh, and Tommy has been very, very similar, very straight talking, very open, mm. uh, very, very, um, you know, very open to, to, to picking up. He whatever. is somebody
0: that I look forward to seeing on every round Yeah, exactly. and, and genuinely look forward to sitting exactly. there and having a coffee with, catching up and just... and. And you know, just you know, his view wasn't always everybody's view in terms of the regulations moving forward and, and what have you. But it was great because he had a voice and he wasn't afraid to use it. And he provided news, stimulated conversation. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, and that's what we need. You know, you look at look back on, on Sunday and his his point about Oyttenek absolutely stupid to drive slowly, you know, regardless of whether you agree, it was a, a, a very succinct perspective mm. on something that, that polarised opinion. And, you know, not all team principals are willing to come out and say that driver is absolute, what he did was absolutely stupid. Tommy did because, you know, he's he's been in this position and he's been a driver and everything. And we've lost potentially, not potentially, we have lost it, you know, from mm. January. It's gone. it's gone. And it's, for me, yeah. that's a sad thing.
1: What, what I enjoyed, David, I have to say, was our, our 20 minutes, 25 minutes talking with him in Estonia, in the factory, well, he yeah. we talked about the future regulations. And, and he, you know, as you say, he's, not, he's a man that, that, that doesn't just accept things unquestioningly. Mm. He goes away and he looks at it and he questions and he gave us a few ideas for, mm. for perhaps what the future might be rather than what he's being told it will be. Mm. And I like that. I really enjoyed that conversation. But anyway, you know, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy's future, I think, is... Tommy is fine. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy won't be too worried, but we, we, we have a lot, an awful lot, as fans of rallying. Uh, you know, to be thankful to Tommy McInerney for particularly these last four years with, with, with the Toyota team that he's brought back into the championship. Um, but, it, you know, it does give us now a few months, a few months of uh, plenty, I think, to talk about. Uh, mm. We'll see how it all develops. We'll see in terms of how the structure is reshaped and it will have to be reshaped. There's no question about that. They will try and Why? integrate because you're <laughs> because you're taking what is a satellite operation and oh, yeah, you're, okay. you're integrating yeah, yeah. it into yeah. your, into your company. So it yeah, does have it, to be reshaped in that regard. You know, no, yeah. there might not be many changes. There might be wholesale changes. We don't know yet. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Uh, so we will watch that with interest. David, a final thought on today's pretty much bombshell. Well, the biggest bombshell for me is that you didn't know about it, and and there is. Practically nothing in the world of rallying these days, which is announced without you having at least an inkling of what, and you
0: genuinely knew nothing about it. That's that's very kind of you to say that, but but it's true. There's a whole heap of stuff going on. No, no, no. But no, I think one hundred percent true. As soon as we knew from that Tanek was leaving, you know, in October last year, there was then an undercurrent um, that maybe you know Japan's nose was slightly out of joint over this. Uh, and that, and it did raise a question uh, about Toyota's, about um, Tommy's position. And equally, you know, I'd spoken to the same person that you'd spoken to, and there was always an end game and an exit strategy for Tommy here. Uh, and that's the point. You know, you, we're
1: introducing that- a whole new element here. I just wrapped this up, and you're introducing right. a whole new element, saying that this is a, are suggesting. You're not saying at all, but you're suggesting that this is a knock-on. From talk, you kind of said it. No, there, I said I that already. You're I said that you know, if there was
0: one, it. if there was one element that you know, perhaps Tommy may have got wrong, uh, or you know, it may have been perceived that it's wrong. It was that relationship decline with with Tanak. But what we're saying is that this whole thing is a streamlining operation.
1: What you're saying is it potentially isn't that.
0: No. <laughs> am i being unfair totally unfair you know they they've said it's a streamlining operation it, you know it's our position it's our job to question that and we've done that and i've suggested another reason which could have but equally the reason the other reason could well be that tommy said enough. enough and you know he he's said that you know that he is he's said repeatedly today that this is the ideal scenario we have to believe him you know uh, if the bloke's saying that we can't keep questioning it there is you know the undoubtedly Tanak fell out with the team last year. He did. Uh, as part of the organisation, he fell out with Tommy, by extension. Tommy has been very, very clear today. This is ideal. This is what he wants. He's happy. He's out at the end of the year, and he's in a new role, motorsport advisor with, with TMC. Great. Happy days. Uh, that's that's the, the the long and the short of it.
1: I think you're absolutely right. I think it is the long and the short but of
0: But that will not stop people speculating and, you know... Turning stuff over and trying to dig stuff out, and you know, good luck with that. Because frankly, you know, I'm not interested in yeah, that. I agree with that as well. I, I don't think there's any interest in that. Uh, you know, there's, oh, there's, there's plenty there's no, of interest. There's no, in interest. It.
1: there's no appetite for it,
0: though. There is, there's, there's
1: interest, <laughs> but is there appetite? For, for sure, me, the there?
0: appetite here is for Tommy MacKinnon, the driving god, the absolute legend, right. and the guy who delivered massive success on Toyota's return. Brought,
1: brought, brought a lost icon. Back. Back to the absolute pinnacle yeah. of the and sport. you know, and Cole, there'll be a whole
0: bunch of people now out there saying that we're Tommy lovers now, just like we're Andrea lovers, blah, blah, blah. Whatever, deal with it. You know, the guy is a legend. Totally deal with it. Uh,
1: you know, everyone has their views and all that. I think legitimate speculation is, is, is about a new team principle because I love a little bit <laughs> yeah. of gossip and a bit of speculation. You're wider to the
0: mark with Carlos. And, yeah,
1: you know... Um, and i think that's legitimate and i think that's where we will take our our future is debates. is it you well, is I didn't it you like say, david, so it is it like to say david it is isn't it oh my goodness
0: could you possibly imagine <laughs> oh dear.
1: that's about as likely as me becoming the 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 FIA stage and safety media delegates.
0: yeah that's uh, reasonably unlikely
1: <laughs> that's a position i've created by the way yeah um folks listen thank you very much and um, what we would like to hear clearly are your thoughts as rally fans on today's breaking news. So, uh, at Dirtfish Rally is Twitter. You are absolutely welcome to leave comments on really any of our forums, the articles, the wonderful articles that David writes on. Don't our... be
0: nasty, though. There's, there's no need no, for no, that. That's is absolutely right. It's, it's,
1: we, we like to hear your opinions, but you know what we don't like is is is. Um, as David says, nastiness. We do love to read your opinions. So you're below all of David's articles, there is the opportunity to comment on them. Yeah, there is. So, so, yeah, leave leave some comments there or Twitter. Uh, There'll be plenty, I'm sure, on our Instagram pages. Our videos all have the opportunity on our YouTube channel to leave comments, so do so there. And to
0: go back and watch some of the amazing stuff from Turkey. From Turkey, some really good stuff, some really good stuff. And then go back even further and watch me beat you in a cross car there's a story to tell there but that'll be <laughs> saved
1: for another day folks thank you very much it's been a very special edition of spin the rally pod and uh yeah the team will be reunited uh, george donaldson a man who you know you cut george donaldson he bleeds toyota blood doesn't he yeah um it'll be very very
0: in- <gasps> do what do you think possibly could Dirtfish be losing an expert analyst wow there's we should have done this at the start.
1: There's a thought. There's a thought. Should we start the
0: podcast again? No George we won't. Donaldson no, we won't. Is the new team <laughs>
1: principal? <laughs> no. that would ruffle a few feathers. That would, would. ruffle. A few, there'd be a few people having sleepless nights over that one. But wow. but why not? Yeah. Why not, uh, folks? Thank you very much. It has been a really um, well an interesting day in terms of the World Rally Championship. You have been listening to myself to David Evans on Spin the Rally Pod.